Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a mindset and energy transformation coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create massive transformation in their health, happiness, and sense of fulfillment in their life. I'm so happy you're here. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm excited to talk about this topic with you all today. Um, I'm excited to be on episode 101. It feels awesome to be in the 100s. And I just want to thank you all again for listening to the episodes, whether you've just started listening or whether you've been listening from the very beginning. Thank you so much for tuning in, for sharing it, for leaving a review if you have. If you haven't, I would love it if you would. Um, But it means a lot to me to have the support and to be able to share these episodes with you guys each and every week. So today we're talking about visualization. This is something that I have been doing in my own routine for quite some time. And it's something I talk about inside of my Align Life program. I encourage my members of the program to do it because it's very powerful. That's why athletes have been doing it for a long time, years and years. I remember learning about this actually when I was in Um, like a kinesiology class in the one year of university that I did, I remember learning about this. So that was when I would have been first introduced to it at age 18, I guess. And I didn't really do visualization practice that long ago. I have just kind of started adding it into my routine in the last two years, I would say. But I've been learning a lot about it since I've been listening to a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And so he talks about two different types of mental rehearsal. There's the internal mental imaging. That is when you are in the scene as like the first person. So you're experiencing it. And then there's external mental imaging. And that's when you are seeing yourself in the scene, if that makes sense. So I want to share a little bit about why this is so important. And I even do think that certain times of the day, this is really important to do this practice because there's different times of the day that we are more suggestible. I mean, you can go into a meditation, you can get yourself into different brainwave states um, at any time of the day, but it is really important to also know as we're learning about visualization, and I'm going to talk to you guys about the reticular activating system as well today and how that is like the science behind visualization. But I want to just share with you quickly here about how there's, there's different brain waves or different states of our brain that impact how we are learning or, or what we are, you know, for conscious and subconscious and, and all that kind of stuff. So just like really quickly, this will just be a, a quick overview. I talk a little bit about this in the Manager Mind Masterclass series and um, I think that it's important for us to to know this I mean especially even being parents because your children are very suggestible from the ages of zero to about seven eight nine ish because they have so much information that they need to learn so they're basically in um, a theta brainwave from those ages in between those ages because there's so much that they need to learn. So they're like hypnotized, essentially. 
So when we are sleeping and, and when we're in a deep sleep, we're in delta brain waves. So that's the deepest sleep, right? And then we move into theta if we're dreaming or when we're kind of just waking up. And then there's also um, alpha brain waves, which is when we are in quiet flow, I guess you could call it. Like you could be in alpha if you're in a meditative state. And then also I should say that you can be in like a deep meditation if you were in theta brainwaves as well. That would be like a deeper meditation. But probably for many people, especially if you're just new to meditating, you would likely be in alpha brainwaves. And then there's also beta brainwaves, which is like your normal waking state of consciousness when you are doing different like cognitive tasks or different activities or things like that. So it's when we're alert and moving around the world, right? So that is just important to kind of know this because I I think that it's helpful to be doing visualization first thing in the morning or right before you go to bed because that is when you are going to be just more suggestible. So that's what I would suggest, but it's not to say that you can't get yourself, of course, into like an alpha alpha or a theta brainwave through meditation, but if you start creating a morning routine or an evening routine for yourself, or if you already have one, visualization is something that you might want to add to that routine so that you can access the benefits of visualization. So how visualization works is because of the reticular activating system, which is shortened to RAS, R-A-S, right? So it's a bundle of nerves that's at the brainstem and it's a filtering system. It's going to filter out the unnecessary information so that the important stuff can come through to us. And the RAS is like the reason that when you think that you want to get a new vehicle, you see that vehicle everywhere because it's like filtering that through. That vehicle isn't just more popular now that you decided you were going to get one. It's just that you're just noticing it now because that filtering system is on that vehicle. So you can use this to your benefit on your goals. If you focus on your goals with the abundance thought, right? Not not the thoughts of the lack or like, I'm not there yet. And I talk about this a little bit. Um, I think I talk about this in day five of the Manager Mind Masterclass series that we like every subject is two subjects. This is something that I learned from Esther Hicks. And, you know, if you can think about money, so you can have the lack of money or an abundance of money. If you think about health, there's the lack of health or there's the abundance of health. So if you're focusing on your goal, as in like the abundance of having that goal or having it, not how you don't have it yet, that is going to help you like by using your RAS, your reticular activating system, to like filter out the unnecessary information and help you focus on that goal, right? It helps you see it. It helps it become like more of a reality for you. You could also think about like another example. You could be like in a crowded room and everyone's talking and then you you might just filter out that noise. But then if you hear your name or if you thought you heard your name, you're going to kind of your, your focus gets turned on because your name is highly important to you, right? So that's how it works or that's the part of your brain that is being used when we think about visualization. 
So it's, like I said, a filtering system that's going to like sift through data and it's going to show you the pieces that are important to you. And all this really happens without you noticing it. It's not like you're conscious of this necessarily. This is just what's going on behind the scenes. So the RAS is going to help you see things that you want to see. And of course, in because of that, like it helps influence your actions as well. So if you think you're good at something, you probably will be good at something, right? And if you think that you're bad at something, then that's going to likely be your experience because this is how that reticular activating system is working behind the scenes. And it's this the filter between your subconscious and the conscious part of your brain. So that's why I did kind of want to just touch on the different brain waves because um, when we're in like theta, we're more subconscious, right? Or we are subconscious compared to alpha when we're a little bit more wakeful, but calm. And then of course, beta when we're wake um, and more present and more active. So that's the conscious part of our brain, but then the subconscious would be like the theta part. So the reticular activating system is the filter between the subconscious and the conscious parts of your brain. And so it takes instruction from your conscious mind and it kind of passes it along to your subconscious mind and that's why i said like you're not really conscious of what's going on when you just start to see this new vehicle everywhere that you want to get when you're driving around and you just notice oh there's that car there's that car that i want to get and you might see it like three times driving around in an hour when before you never even noticed it because it wasn't something that was important to you but now that it's going to be or now that it is becoming more important to you, you're going to notice it a lot more. And so like I said um, at the beginning of this episode, I really love learning from Dr. Joe Dispenza. I watch a lot of his videos on YouTube. I've read his books and I love his meditations as well on YouTube. So if you are looking for a guided meditation, I would encourage you to check out some of his. But he talks a lot about the quantum model of reality. When we are aware of our thoughts and being in control of our thinking, we have the ability to cause an effect. Well, we always have the ability to do that, but lots of us are just not conscious of it, right? And one thing that he says that I always love when he says this, he says this a lot on his talks on YouTube. He says, when we feel whole, our healing begins. The moment we feel worthy and abundant, we are creating success. The moment we feel empowered, we are moving towards success. That's causing an effect, right? Most people are trying to create a new personal reality as the same personality, and it doesn't work. You literally have to become someone else. You And, and we're going to talk about identity in on Wednesday's podcast episode because this is so important. Like You have to become a new person you you are literally like the old you is dying off and the new you has to be born you have to create a new identity for you to create lasting change in your life so if something's not normal or natural for you to do something then it's not going to be like your natural thing to do and that's where visualization can come in, right? So if you're not somebody, if you don't identify as somebody who is like a runner or someone who's healthy, just generally, then you're not going to do the things that healthy people do because that's not your identity. Your brain doesn't actually know the difference between what is real and what's imagined. Like if it's something that's real or if it's just an imagined event. 
And when you visualize something going the way you want it to go, you're training your RAS to have that filter. It's like you can imagine just having um, like a positive filter on your life now. There's people that just have that positive outlook on life because they have trained their brain or that's maybe how they were programmed as children to believe like the world is a good place. People are helpful. People are kind. It's easy to be healthy. It's easy to be successful or whatever. There's people that just are naturally like that because they have that um, filter on their reticular activating system and they're just more likely to see things that way and then that just becomes their reality because it's just easier for them, right? But if you're training yourself or if you've trained yourself to be um, more pessimistic or like more negative, then you're going to see that. Like you could have an interaction with someone and it might even be just a neutral interaction with someone, but you're going to have that negative filter on it and you're going to probably interpret their, their body language or their maybe their language that could have been just neutral, but you're going to interpret it because of your filter in a more negative way. So you can train yourself. You have the ability to change your filter by changing the way you see things, right? And that's through visualization. So the more that you visualize, the more confident you will become, the more you'll start to feel better. And as you start to feel better, you're going to be obviously like attracting better circumstances into your life. You're going to just be more positive when things don't go according to plan. You're going to be able to roll with the punches a little bit better because you're just becoming that type of person who has that outlook on life. And so as you visualize, it's like you're encoding that into your subconscious, into your being. And they've actually done studies on this with weight training, with piano playing and and different things like that. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about them in some of his books that he's written about the control group lifting weights and then the other group is visualizing themselves lifting weights and the group that visualized they actually did increase their strength just from the power of visualization and the same thing is true with like the piano playing example there's been the control group that was playing the piano um, spending time like physically playing the piano and then the other group was visualizing themselves playing the piano and they improved their piano playing skills just by visualizing them doing it. So there's a lot of power in visualization. And like I said earlier, that's why athletes visualize. They visualize how they want the golf shot to go, how they want their swimming match to go. Like I'm not even using the proper (laughs) words. So I'm not really into those types of sports. But you know, you can do this for yourself if you want to become a runner. And you don't see yourself as a runner like that's something that you can easily do is visualize yourself having like a really successful run or maybe you already are a runner and you want to start seeing yourself improve your speed this is something that i have actually been focusing on for myself because i wanted to and i i mean i still want to increase my speed and i feel like in the last few months this has started to be the case for me that i am able to do my runs faster now So if this is something that you are wanting to bring into your own practice, bring into your routine, then how you could get going with it is by sitting comfortably, getting yourself in a quiet space, right? You want to kind of remove 
the senses. So you want to close your eyes so that you're not looking around and distracted. You want to get somewhere quiet so that you're not listening to different noises as quiet as you can get. That's why it's also helpful to do it first thing in the morning or at the end of the day. And um, you want to just sit up nice and tall. You can have your back supported if you want to. I a lot of times, like pretty much every morning, I'll be sitting in a chair like with my back supported. That's totally fine. And you want to just close your eyes, connect to your breath, and then start seeing yourself in the certain circumstance or situation that you want to be in. Or so some people do it as like they just see a picture and some people will see it as like a video, right? So it's, there'll be, for some people, if you're a very visual person, you might be able to do, you'll likely be able to do this quite easily. For other people, you might be, you just might see like flashes of images and things like that. But the truth is, is that we do have the ability to use our mind to see things how we want them to be. So if you're just not used to it yet, it's no big deal. You just have to get used to this practice of doing it, right? So if there's um, something at work that you want to go a certain way, you could visualize it going that way. If it's in your physical um, health, for example, like we've kind of already touched on, if there's um, a run that you are wanting to do, if there was a race, I know everything's canceled right now, but you could visualize yourself running the race in a certain amount of time and you can just keep on doing that practice every morning for example or maybe in your relationship or maybe if you're single and you want to be with somebody you could visualize that relationship that you want to have you could do you know you can use this in all areas of your life and i actually did use this in my life without really even knowing it when i was pregnant with all three of my girls like i wasn't really into visualization back then i was i knew about it i guess but i never really put it together that this is what i was doing but i used to spend all of my time literally all of my time thinking about how i wanted my labor and how i wanted my delivery to go and i remember thinking to myself like it was just that was where my focus was all of the time especially with my first daughter um, so I would think to myself, like, I, I don't want to go to the hospital until I'm at least seven centimeters dilated and it's going to, I'm going to labor at home. It's going to go super quick. I'm going to get to the hospital. I'll be seven centimeters dilated and I will like not have an epidural, which is something that I didn't want to have. And it's going to be like a really quick labor at the hospital, a really great delivery. And that was just what I kept telling myself. I kept seeing that like image in my mind of how it would go and that's literally how all three of my labors and deliveries went with um, with my girls so of course I, I believe in this practice of visualization because I've experienced the benefits of it and I actually talked about this on one of the podcast episodes um I can't remember what number it was but it was called my law of attraction story loa I guess I shortened it as but I even shared like I with with my first daughter Lennon I wanted to be seven centimeters when I got to the hospital and I was seven centimeters when I got to the hospital when they checked me so it was just really cool to see this playing out in my own life about how I wanted it to go was exactly how it went I also of course have had experiences in my life where I have thought things were going to go a certain way and they don't go that way and I do think that a lot of it does come down to the belief and I just 
truly believed that that was how it was going to go. I believed that that was what my body was made for, was meant for, and that it was totally possible for me. Like it just really made sense to me. And I think that in other cases in my life where things didn't go the way that I wanted them to go, even if I did do visualization, I think that I was lacking the belief that is necessary. And that's why I talked about like how Esther Hicks talks about two ends of the stick. And I think that I was focused on the wrong end of the stick anytime that things haven't gone the way that I've wanted them to go. So I just wanted to spend a little bit of time on this episode to tell you guys about this practice. I think that there is so much power in visualization and I would really encourage you guys to make it a part of your own routine. Like I said, this is something that I touch on in the Align Life program. I'm actually just thinking now because I might not have even said that at the beginning of this one. When I was recording this podcast, I had to restart this podcast like three different times because my kids kept coming in and out of the house and slamming the door. So now I'm wondering if I maybe didn't tell you guys about that at the beginning of this episode, but I'm going to tell you about it right now just in case I didn't. So inside of the Align Life program, there is um, in my membership site, I have different practices. So this is in the Law of Attraction toolkit if you are a member of the Align Life program that's where you can find it and I touch on visualization and other practices that I would encourage you to be doing so that you can get into a more aligned state so that you can um, increase your energy and have better alignment in your life but essentially this is something that I'm going to be doing um, a masterclass on at the end of September for my Align Life community And I just wanted to share with you that if you want to become a member of the Align Life program, then you can click the link in the show notes and book your discovery calls that we can chat with each other, make sure that you are a match for the program. But the, um, in October, I'm also planning on doing a masterclass on vision boards. And before we wrap up this podcast episode, I want to take a moment and tell you about the 40 days practice that you've maybe seen me posting about on Instagram and in my Facebook group. So 40 days is like a a practice where you have your own goal, your own focus, your own intention for yourself for the 40 days. So some of you might have it around your physical health. Some of you might be in your relationship. It could be like a lot of times when I've done 40 days in the past, it's been on yoga and just practicing asana for 40 days so it can be anything like that but it's like an incubator where you can focus intently on that goal create it create a habit for yourself and of course get results which is what we all want so when you join the align life program you will be getting access to the 40 days practice the 40 days immersion and what it will all include is daily emails, weekly training around the 40 days. And that is on top of what you already get when you are inside of the Align Life program. So when you are a member of the Align Life program, you get monthly coaching, monthly meal plan. um, You get access, full access to my membership site. 
There is a private Facebook community where I go live every week for yoga and meditation. You get weekly trainings, um, weekly intention setting sessions. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. I believe that's everything that you get. And then we're also going to be doing monthly masterclasses as well on top of all of that too. This is something that I'm starting up in the fall here because I have been wanting to share this with my community and I like the idea of doing um, a, a deep intensive around it. So if you have any questions, if you want to become a member of the Align Life program, then reach out for a discovery call so that we can make sure that you are a fit for the program and the link for that is in the show notes so if you guys have any questions i would be happy to answer them through email which is also in the show notes if you need to access my email thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope that you found it helpful i hope that you will be able to create a visualization and meditation practice for yourself so thanks again for listening and i will chat with you all on wednesday If you enjoy what you learn from the Align Wellness Podcast, I would love to have you check out the Aligned Life program. In our 12 months together, you will learn how to take complete control of your energy, thoughts, and emotions and create a life on your terms that is purposeful and in alignment to you. It's the ultimate personal growth and life design program. Health, fulfillment, abundance, and love is available for you. I would love to have you join us. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about the Aligned Life program.